For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. This show is brought to you by K Jewelers. Listen up, NFL fans. K just dropped a collection of officially licensed NFL jewelry. Shop your favorite team in the True Fans Fine Jewelry Collection at k.com slash truefans. Gear up for the season and celebrate the love of the game with K. Wounded Warrior Project is working to foster the most successful generation of veterans in our nation's history. One of the ways they do that is through adaptive sports. Veterans are some of the most resilient people on the planet. It's not about what you can't do after experiencing injury or illness. It's about tapping into what you can do. Learn more about how Wounded Warrior Project's adaptive sports programs are changing lives at www.woundedwarriorproject.org sports. This is a podcast from Minute Media. It's about to go. The Buffalo Nerds Sports Podcast Where we talk history of the game numbers and stats And each week we highlight a charity that's doing good If you haven't subscribed yet, then you should Because I'm this, 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 this the, the real deal And you know I gotta shout out the Buffalo Bills Turn it up to the max, sit back and relax This the Buffalo Nerds Sports Podcast Let go! Hey, what is up, Bills Mafia? Welcome in to this episode of the Buffalo Nerd, your home for Buffalo Bills football with a charity on top. Brought to you by Minute Media and Fansided. This is going to be the uh, week 13 preview show. This is big. This is a big game. You already know that, but this is a big game. I'm excited to get into it. I'm excited to chat about it. Uh, But like we do every week, um, before we get into all the football stuff, we are going to go ahead and highlight another charity this week. Uh, This week, I kind of just, um, you know, I've got a teenager. Um, School's coming towards the uh, first close here of the semester, uh, you know, so I just felt like it might be a cool opportunity, a good opportunity to highlight teachers, uh, you know, our, our people that are teaching our kids and, you know, I've been dealing with uh, some crazy circumstances, uh, you know, and everything else moving through the past year and a half of going into two years now, basically with uh, the way that life has changed for all of us. So this week I wanted to highlight educators of America. You can find them at educatorsusa.org. So uh, basically they're located, uh, their head facilities in Buffalo, New York, and uh, they're all about just connecting teachers and students with the tools that they need. Uh, but they do it in a, you know, a lot of different uh, cultural type of situations and just in areas of need and locations that need need. Uh, you know, they need tools or the teachers are asking for, you know, continued education. Because I think, uh, you know, I have some teachers that are friends and things like that that will tell you that, you know, like, you go to school to learn how to be a teacher and then you become a teacher. And then there's not necessarily a lot of like continuing education for people to continue to progress and learn uh, different opportunities and ways to teach. So that's kind of what educators of America is all about. Um, They provide 
training and all that kind of stuff for teachers, reach out to teachers, find out what they need, find out what students need and try to, you know, make that connection and make it happen, uh, you know, in, in areas of need. So very cool organization. Um, there's definitely, there's different ways you can help out. You can donate money, of course. I mean, that's every, every time you can do that, um, but you can volunteer hours, you can do different things. Uh, there's ways to donate equipment, things like that. So uh, I just want to take that moment because as, you know, as a parent and somebody has a kid, you know, when you're, when your kids aren't with you, um, they're, they're with your, their teachers and, you know, those teachers are like family members essentially. So it's just been a, a big battle again this year for them. And, uh, it's a good opportunity coming up with the holidays when everybody's going to get a, a breath of fresh air and, you know, a chance to step back and look at things that we highlight those teachers. So educatorsusa.org, uh, is where you'll head. Uh, of course, everything will be in the show notes for you guys to so just shoot over there and check them out, but very cool organization. Make sure you head over there. Now, I'm not sure if you guys knew this or not, but there's a big game coming up week 13 for the Bills on Monday Night Football. Weather appears to be nasty. The opponent, definitely nasty, have owned us for a very long time. But let's not forget that this is a matchup between the defending AFC East champion Buffalo Bills versus the New England Patriots. This is two teams that have been on two different paths for sure. We've been up, we've been down, we've been definitely playing with different expectations. They've been rising. They've just been on a nice little trend here. Uh, caught, a, I think, a nice little stretch of not great games uh, against teams, you know, that aren't aren't that good, and they performed well against them, uh, you know, and, and we didn't do that in every aspect that we could have. But with all that being said, it is the defending AFC's champion Buffalo Bills at home, probably in the nasty, with the Bills Mafia behind them. And we've seen this play out before. The difference now is Brady's not there. And we have Josh Allen. And we're the defending champions. But right now they're sitting atop the East, and that's where we want to be. And this weekend's slate of games has some big-time matchups that will make big-time decisions in the AFC moving forward. So, like I mentioned, this is a big game. But before we like try to blow this out of proportion or get all crazy and we... New England's winning. You can't take it away from the win-loss column. You can't take it away from them. They've been winning the games that they needed to win. But if you go and look at it, the opponents aren't that great and their defense is lights out. I think we knew this coming into the season. They brought back a lot of guys they didn't have. We were saying that the whole time. This would be a good defense. Matt Patricia's back over there. They've they've reunited the nucleus on the defense, and it's full of kind of veteran guys who they plug and play. Van Noy's back. Now they've got Jude on, who's a very nice piece. Uh, So we shouldn't be surprised by this. They're good at doing this. They can build that, especially when they had a lot of it built already. So they were going to have a good defense. We know that. But realistically, they're built very much the same of what we've been building. A good defense with a manageable offense. But now the Buffalo Bills are supposed to be a good offense. And they're still playing with a manageable offense. Uh, Yes, they've been winning and they've been putting up points. But if you go and look at this, their wins are because their defense the last four weeks has been dominant, overly dominant, less than 13 points given up, 
they haven't given up. They've given up in five games this season over 14 points. I mean, they're playing very good. The last couple of games, they've had a shutout, a seven in there. I mean, they're, they're playing very good football right now. So to me, this is about this defense. It's not that this is like some dominant offense. So yes, and everybody talks about how they're running the ball, this, that, and the other. The numbers are are not anything. I mean, they average around what we're averaging. So this isn't like the offense is a great thing. Uh, Mac Jones, he's doing enough, but he's got 16 touchdown passes, eight interceptions. I mean, okay, cool. But they're winning games, right? And and it's working. So they're being blown up real high, heavy right now. And, you know, hopefully we're going to respond accordingly with a, uh, you're not going to come into our house and do this and you're not going to have this happen, but we've seen it happen in the past. So, but let, let's, let's like, like kind of talk about each portion of this offensively. That's where we win this game. There's no, and, and I know that sounds weird, right? Or it doesn't sound weird. It sounds like a normal statement to say like, yes, if we score more points, we're going to beat them. Right. But offensively is where you win this because defensively, both these teams are good. I mean, we're going to see where we're at without Trey, but we'll get into that. But offensively, this is 100% going to be a game where Josh Allen needs to perform. There's a very good defense over there. Uh, They're very close to what he's used to playing against. Every day in practice, he, he lines up against a good defense and he lines up against a defense that's built very similarly. Uh, a lot of veteran guys over there, uh, you know, mixed in with some sprinkling, some younger guys. This is a built very much the same. So he, he should be ready for this. He's gotten four years of what Belichick likes to do. Uh, you know, this is your four, uh, now, but he's getting the opportunities to see that. So offensively, this is a hundred percent of Josh Allen football game. If he can put up four touchdowns like he did last week against New Orleans, that would be an incredible feat. If he can get two touchdowns, probably passing, and we punch one in rushing, I think that might be all it takes this week. Um, but it is 100% going to be on him. It's going to be 100% on him to be efficient at what he does. And we we can't put the offensive line into this. Hopefully Spencer Brown will be back. We're, we're, we're getting some shade, you know, right now from McDermott in the press conferences. That could be just a little play um, for New England to maybe hopefully give them a little off foot. But I'm anticipating Spencer Brown's going to be back, and I hope he is, and then star back on the other side. But this is the opportunity for Josh Allen to prove that he's a good quarterback. I've seen some things out there of if he loses to the rookie, uh, it's going to be bad in Buffalo for years. For starters, who is the NFL, anybody can be beat any week. We know that. We see that happen every week. So that's just kind of a dumb statement. Now, yes, if he loses to him the first time they play each other in this situation right now, because of the weight of it, it's going to look kind of bad. But it's not the end of the world. So the statement's dumb, but the emphasis on winning right now is absolutely there. And it will fall on Josh's shoulders to hopefully not be hero Josh, but to be, I'm going to utilize my friends around me to make this happen. Because Stefan Diggs is still Stefan Diggs. This is a good defense, but they're a good defense because of pass rush and what they do. But they haven't had to go against Stefan Diggs. And Diggs owned them last year. And granted, they've got some pieces back, whatever. But this is still, you go to Diggs, you go to Knox, you get efficient. The last game, I didn't mention this in the the phase report and I wanted to, was we had four, I think, I think it was four drives over 10 plays in that game. That's important. 
we need to be able to play like that because New England is going to try to do that to us. They're going to try to slow it down because they don't want to expose that defense to a high-powered offense that many times. So it makes sense. If we can do that same thing on the other side of the ball and be efficient, this could be great. So this will 100% fall on Josh Allen, uh, and I hope that he utilizes the good pieces around him. Brita hopefully can have a nice little action game. Singletary, I hope he brings that level that he brought last week, but this is this doesn't need sugar coating. This doesn't need some big time analysis from like everything in this, that, and the other. This is a hundred percent man versus man. You're playing for the division. Josh Allen's gonna have to show up and he's gonna have to make ninety-five percent of good decisions. I would like to say ninety-nine, but if he does that, that's incredible. We probably really are successful. If we can get him in that 95% range where he's making the right move, he's running with the ball when he should, he's holding it, just taking what he takes and gets what he gets when he can. So this is 100% on Josh Allen to just be confident, calm, cool, and collected. And we've seen him do it. Um, we've also seen him get amped up in situations like this. But... I think we're going to be okay. I, I, I know they're rolling and we're not playing great football right now, but they're rolling because their defense has shut down some poorer opponents. So I'm going to leave it at that. And hopefully this offense can get going at home and come out and start out with a touchdown. Because I think if you can get a touchdown against this team or even just put up points on that first drive against them, that's going to make a big difference for us. Now, I know that I said at the top of this, this is the offenses, the Bills offense is going to be what wins this. But this defense is, I mean, there's no Trey White. There's no way to sugarcoat that. Um, I'm, I'm not really sure there's a way to talk around that to try to make it seem like it's going to be okay. I mean, you just lost an all pro cornerback uh, on a top 10 defense. Yeah, that's terrible. But like everybody's talked and everything else, it's next man up. This thing's been built to hopefully be able to go through things like this. Um, you know, you you definitely would have rather Trey been there this week, um, you know, for this big matchup. Um, but you've had a lot of days to look at this now. And all the moves we've seen have been elevating practice squad off the practice. I mean, like we haven't seen the big push to bring somebody else in or finding that veteran to bring in or, you know, something along those lines. So there's confidence in the room. Um, I'm not overly concerned about what this offense can bring. Like I mentioned off the top, I mean, yes, they could get going rushing. I mean, there's a, they've got a 184 yard game in there, but typically they're a little over 100, 120, 130 yards. And if that to me, if if that's what they're all about, uh, I think we'll be okay with that. And I think this defense can still do that. And I mean, you've got Kendrick Bourne, who's a good football player, and Jacoby Myers, and you've got good tight ends. So I mean, you have to be on point. But he, he doesn't. Mac Jones is not, this offense isn't built to run a lot of plays and do a lot of different things. So this defense is going to be up to a task without Trey, but it's definitely not as a, the best running game that they faced. And it's definitely not the pass pace, best passing game that they faced. This is very much a 50, 50, don't mess up, make some plays here and there kind of offense, similar to Tennessee. And Tennessee gives us problems, but Tennessee has Derrick Henry, which is changes the dimension. Uh, Harris is a good back and Stevenson, uh, the rookie is a good back and they're playing well right now, but they're not Derrick Henry. Right. So that, that changes the, the kind of way that you would approach this. And I think that this defense 
although it's a huge game and it's without Trey, this is a team that we should still be able to keep in check a little bit. Uh, I think Mac Jones has got 70 some rushing yards, so he's not really that quarterback that you have to worry about getting out of the pocket. Uh, you know, so I think you can get after him. So, uh, similarly to how this it's on Josh Allen's shoulders, I think it's going to be on this defensive line's shoulders, not the cornerback, not the linebacker, but the defensive line to own this uh, and, and to make it a one-dimensional type of thing because if you can slow their run, they're still going to do it. But if you can slow it and you don't give up the big chunk plays and you're not falling for big things, uh, this team, this team, this team definitely doesn't just run down the field on you and do things quick and like really kill you with big plays. So this is definitely a game that we can keep very close if this defense can just perform at a decent level. And I think despite Jordan Poyer and Hyde playing at all pro levels, really the both of them and Poyer a hundred percent. Like, I don't know how you could look around that. I believe we'll see them step up even more. And I'm not sure that how you're, how they're going to do that because they are playing at a great level right now, but I believe that their presence protects this back end more than we really need to worry about. Um, if Levi, you know, if you're looking at the competition that he's coming up here against next, I mean, not great uh, against Tampa Bay. We'll have, you know, Mike Evans and there's good time wide receivers there. But after that, he's he's not going to necessarily have to face a true like wide receiver one threat. Like he's not going to face Stefan Diggs, but he's going to face Stefan Diggs at practice every day now. So maybe we'll get some crazy level of Levi um, and Dane Jackson. You know, he's balled out when he's needed to. And I think as long as these these guys can just they're going to give up an eight, nine yard curl route here and there. That's going to cost us a first down or a 15 yard play. I mean that those things are going to happen. We can't, we can't go up to these guys expecting that they're going to be nonstop shutting it down all the time. So as long as we're okay with that and we, and we we're in that bend, don't break. This is very much a game where you can be that defense that just bends, but they don't break. Don't give up the big play, make a couple splash plays, you know, make a difference. Special teams, uh, it's definitely going to play a part. I mean, if the weather's nasty, it's this is going to be interesting. It'll be nice to kind of, I don't really necessarily want to see it, but it'll be interesting to see Bass get the kick in some real conditions, you know, at the Ralph or I'm not even going to say what we call it now. It's the Ralph. I was going to actually call it the right thing for a second there, but it's the Ralph. So it'll be interesting to see that. Um, it's going to be interesting all the way around. We've talked about multiple games this year where fielding punts has been a problem. Um, so if we're in some nasty conditions, that's going to be a bad thing. And on the flip side of that, our punter is crazy slow. Uh, so what if he goes so slow that the wind actually blows the ball before he even gets to kick it or on the snap? Like I just special teams will play a part in this. I'm sure um, it, it might be the difference maker, a special teams play that breaks a big run or breaks a big play late that gets field position that changes everything because you got to imagine if it's going to be nasty that the kickers might not get to kick field goals that often. And we might see things happen, but you know how the weather can be in Western New York. It might be sunny by the time this all shows up, but we'll see either way. The special teams, it, it's going to play a factor this week. Now, the other piece of this, and it's the penalties. This is a very efficient team over there. 
we have to play consistent like we did last week. Very few penalties. Keep it clean. I mean, this is a well-coached football team. Belichick's going to be more than ready. This is absolutely going to fall 100% on players' ability to execute. I think the game plans will be basically the same that they typically are against each other, but it's 100% about completing the pass when it needs to be completed, making that catch, getting the extra yard we're holding onto the ball, you know, making that block. It's going to be the little pieces to this puzzle that will help us be successful this week. But with all that being said, prediction, since we got to do it, we got to make sure we put something down for what we believe is going to take place. I've had some numbers in my head, uh, Thanksgiving, too long of a break, and it's made me think around things. And what are we going to do? This, that, and the other. And I've just got this. To me, this feels like a 27-17 Buffalo Bills. Defensively, I think we're still good enough. We just, we really are going to have to stop that run. I mean, I could see this go to 21. This could be 27, 21. This could be 28, 27. Um, I, I could see something like that, but I'm not, I don't, I'm not anticipating a blowout either way. Um, I think there's going to be some real nerves and amps at the beginning of this because it's going to be Max Jones first time stepping into the Ralph. It's Monday night football. They're winning the division. Uh, you know, there's, there's, there should be some deer in headlights, I think, for the, the opening of this. So, but 28, 27 but i i'm gonna stick with my my first my first real go at it is gonna say we're in that 27 to 17 range somewhere right in there 24 17 somewhere along those lines but we should still win this game we need to win this game because i kind of mentioned it off the top a little bit too that we've got big showdowns this week and um, where you've got the i believe it's the let me pull it back up here real quick. Uh, it's the Broncos and the Chiefs, right? So that's absolutely got AFC implications all over it. You got the Ravens and the Steelers. This would be a the Steelers are falling off, so this could either just knock them out completely, or we could actually see them like step up the way they did against us and hopefully give maybe the Ravens a loss and bring them back down closer to everybody. Raiders got Washington um, that can kind of you know keep us in a different place, and then the only one that the other big one kind of is Chargers Bengals right uh, that's definitely going to have AFC implications written all over it. And the Colts have a showdown with the Texans this week, and you know you got to feel like that's kind of a win for them. So uh, it's going to be an important week. You got to win this game. The Buffalo Bills have to win this football game, and Josh Allen's going to have to have a good game in order for them to do it. He's going to have to show out. He's going to have to eat another turkey leg. I mean, that's what it's going to take to take this division back. But that's going to do it for the preview. I mean, enjoy it. Be happy we're in the mix. Think about all the other times we'd be playing them when this was our Super Bowl instead of this just being an opportunity for us to take our division back and move forward in the AFC playoff picture in the hunt for a Super Bowl this year. We're still there. We still have that opportunity. So in closing, enjoy the game. Be efficient at what you're doing. Enjoy your holidays. Plot a teacher. Head over to educatorsusa.org and check out the Educators of America. Head over to buffalolowdown.com. That's buffalow, W, 
down.com. Check out what all the guys over there are writing about over at the fan sided page doing good stuff. They put out a lot of good work. They love what they're doing. So make sure you guys are checking them out. And of course you guys can find everything that I'm up to over at the Buffalo nerd.com. And of course, let's get the freaking division back. Go bills. You just listen to the Buffalo nerd sports podcast. Make sure you leave a review and subscribe. So you never miss another episode. We'll see you next time. Leg out. At Progressive, you can get 24-7 protection, even if you break the space-time continuum. We did it. We time traveled to yesterday. Wait, Progressive covers us 24-7, but we just created an eight-day week, and it's 24-7 coverage, not 24-8. We gotta go back. Are you joking right now? Shh, I'm calling them. Hi, I have a question about time travel. Progressive offers more than a great price when you bundle home and auto. We offer round-the-clock protection, which literally means anytime. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.